This week on Face Off Hockey Show, as we gobble into the Thanksgiving weekend, week, weekend, because the week's half by. In any case, uh, we'll talk about the uh, the jerseys, the array of jerseys that have just been put out there for our enjoyment. We'll talk about guys going back to the uh, juniors. We'll talk about max allowables. And, of course, we'll talk about what the hell is going on in Omaha. Boy, that, that was a story this week. We'll get into it. After this, Space Off Hockey Show, right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. Face Off Hockey Show. With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys, Johnny and Mark. With a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. So I, I was watching. I was watching you, Johnny, as we did the thing. Is someone in your house? Are you? No, there? no. I I come to the realization, and I look at it. I look at it all the time. Every time I'm down in the basement, I I look at the exact same thing. At some point of me finishing my basement so that I could use this as a studio in this area, I ran a like 50 foot Ethernet cable uh, through the uh, through the banisters here and the like above where a drop ceiling would be so that I could hardwire the encoding computer. But I also ran like a hundred feet of coax cable just in case I wanted to like I don't know take the uh, take my cable box into my backyard maybe and like and like watch watch like movies out in the backyard so it's just like strung up like through here and every once in a while i look at it and i try to figure out what the fuck i was thinking <laughs> so that's what i was looking at okay it's just yeah yeah, yeah. that should in- be a great opening to the show it was interesting just just looking over at my screen i'm just like the fuck is he talking to? Yeah, no. Mm-mm. No, just looking up there, like, I still have, like, 50 feet of cabling, like, just, like, wound up on this hook. And I also put a hook in the ceiling because well, it brings, brings you back. back. <laughs> and <laughs> so that I could, like, make all of this, like, I could, like, put it up in the ceiling and then I could just, like, pull it out of the ceiling like a magic trick if I ever needed coax cable for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> Like, coax cable's a dead cable. It really is. It, it's only used for, like, fires to, yes. like, get it into your house. Like, it's not even the actual cable anymore that brings the cable to your house. No, it isn't. <laughs> there you go, everybody. Welcome to Thanksgiving Eve. Exactly. You Black- guys are lucky I didn't get Jaeger when I went to the liquor store today. Blackout Wednesday, as some kids <laughs> like to call it. Oh, um, man. So if you're listening to this uh, with your family, why? Um, and then happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> True. Exactly. Um, what'd you do this? You didn't have any hockey. Nobody. Blackbirds didn't have hockey this week. <clears throat> no hockey. 
No, I got a lot coming up this week, though. I got uh, I got Thanksgiving tomorrow. I took off work on Friday. We're driving up to PA for the day, mom and I, and then hockey Friday night, and then hockey Saturday night, and man, just all sorts of being out of my house and right. having to talk to people. You busy bee. No, uh, but no, I didn't do anything this past weekend. I kind of just sat in my house. I watched a bunch of soccer. Nice. And uh, I relaxed by myself. It was fantastic, actually. That's good. Yeah. Nice. Yep. So, got that going on. Um, yeah. Not really much. I uh, I had to turn on a space heater downstairs, which oh, I mean, man. I'm sure that you're you are accustomed to in my house. Nice. Uh, like I walked downstairs for the show tonight, and I go, "Huh, it is cold down there." <laughs> it, it's not 32 in case Mark's doing the show outside in New Hampshire, but it's cold out there every day. Wait, wrong, wrong holiday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah. So pretty much, uh, there is a, a, a extremely weird phenomenon though that people uh, people inherently break computer programs literally the day before holidays, and I have no idea why. So today was just a shit show at work. Uh, it's funny. Like, we have that same thing with uh, uh, they don't tell me that supplies are out of uh, <laughs> perfect out of stock until it's like holidays or like Fridays at three. <laughs> it's like, well, what the fuck do you want me to do? guys? <laughs> yeah, the they're not going to deliver tomorrow, people. Yeah, uh, there's very few companies that deliver Saturdays, guys. So I don't know what to tell you after this point. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, oh, that's normal. Yeah. Uh, we I did have hockey. North Dakota was at home. They're at home this week. They're at home. They were home wow. last. Week. They're at home this week, and then that's it. They don't have any games at home in December. Uh, they play the U eighteen U S team uh, New Year's Day, New Year's afternoon. So, that's what we got going for me. Nice. So we had hockey. We'll go to. It was pretty. It was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. Uh. It was, uh, and the funny thing about the UND is that they, this year, it's the 20th anniversary of the Ralph Engelstead Arena, and they're doing a giveaway, so every 2020, or every 50, 50 on Saturday is 20 grand. Wow. A minimum. So you, the winner who wins gets at least 10 grand. All right. So, you got, best better believe I'm putting money down on that every damn time. <laughs> yeah. So you it happen. Let's do it. We know it's geared, and it's at least ten grand, uh, probably eight thousand after taxes. So, <laughs> you know, still that's nice. That's, that's Steve not... could talk him into twelve. Exactly, that's true. It's good, yeah. good walking around money. Uh, so, yeah, it's been uh, that was all we did. It's been chilly out here. We actually got it, uh, the garage cleaned out enough that we can park the journey in there. So, wait, hold on. You have a garage? Yay! I never do that. Yeah, 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 we have um, it's detached from the apartment. Like every apartment complex has these little oh, garages. That's uh, awesome. Because you kind of have to in this in this climate. True. Uh, so for a while it was just storage, and then last winter it was like bitterly cold for like two weeks of like minus forty, and I was just like, we gotta fucking we gotta find a storage place. I hate to do it, but we gotta find a storage place that, and then put all this shit in here so I can park the car in there. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and then. Yeah, nothing. Now you nothing really much planned for Thanksgiving. Just chilling at home. You have a yeah. 
adventurous day week. So yeah, we're gonna have a good time. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. I did. Uh, I took off work on Friday because I thought the only thing we were gonna do on Friday, or was on Friday, because uh, tomorrow morning I'm actually going to Anne Arundel Community College with some of the uh, boys for a turkey trot. Uh, which I am not running in. I am taking pictures of uh, the, my friends that are running in it. Nice. And then I'm going back to the house to drink some beers with them and hang out. Um, nice. And then all of a sudden my mom was like, hey, coming over to the house on Thursday? I was like, wait, hold on. Wait, what? I was like, I thought this was a Friday thing. <laughs> Took off work to be on Friday. <laughs> hang out with you two days in a row? What the hell? <laughs> Bullshit. Then I was like, there's hockey on Friday. Yes, that's to be an afternoon thing. Got to be at the ring. I don't know what time is what time is the game on Friday. Seven thirty. Okay, good. Yeah, I have to. I don't have to get to UND absurdly Plenty of time. Yeah, seven thirty and seven. Oh, this is going to be a good weekend too at the Black Bears. Friday night is uh, Teddy Bear Toss. Oh yeah. And Saturday night is Skate with the Black Black Bears after the game. Nice. <laughs> Always a plus when you get the uh, Skate with the Black Bears. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that was fun. We don't know if Mark's going to be here. He, we think he's traveling up to New Hampshire. We do not know for sure. So if he pops in here, he pops in here. This is what it is. <laughs> Pretty much like every week. Pretty much like every week. If, if he shows up, it's enjoyable. I would love to hear his take on the jerseys. He's week to week. We'll talk about later on. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, But, you know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But first, we have uh, some injuries to talk about this week. Um, plenty of them, actually. Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Report. I don't go much on the NHL media website, but I just saw this long-ass title to a press release. So we will talk about that in a bit. All right. Uh, I'm going to have to sign in to the NHL uh, media site before they yell at me again for not signing in. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Braden Point, upper body injury. He's out four to six weeks. A bit of a hit to the Lightning who have been, uh, you know, they've been there. They've been out and about. Not as if they've, they've, gotten, uh, they've given a hit with a couple injuries recently. They have, uh, and you know they're third place now in the Atlantic, so they are they are scratching and clawing for a positioning. It's not going to be an easy deal for them, uh, but they're eleven four and three, so I guess they're okay. Yeah, they should be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. Little little more money off the cap for injury, sure, why not? Uh, Brock Nelson, lower body injury, two to four uh, weeks for that one for the Islanders, uh, who opened their new arena this past <sighs> week. Yeah, with their AHL team, from what I've yeah. he- well, heard. Yeah, well, happened, man. Bridgeport's <laughs> got to get some respect here somehow. Uh, Darnell Nurse, broken finger. He's out two of the three weeks. Uh, doesn't matter because the Oilers aren't a defensive team in life. Uh, Ryan Ellis, lower body injury, four to six weeks. That's going to hurt his driving, that's for sure. Yeah. But uh, he, he should have enough Corvette parts to make it happen. Uh, yeah, Corvette, CorvetteParts.net on the Ford. Uh, Max Comtois, uh, hand surgery, six weeks for him. The Anaheim Ford Anaheim, another team that's kind of out of the gate pretty fast. Uh, sitting pretty when everyone counts them out. But, uh, hey, there we go. 
Uh, ba 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 COVID hit the Islanders. You want to talk about the Islanders again? Yeah. Uh-huh. COVID hit them hard. They've got uh, seven guys in protocol, I do believe. Zdeno Chara, Anders Lee, Josh Bailey, uh, Kiefer Bellows, uh, Andy Green, um, Pellick, and uh, Ryan, or no, Ross Johnston as well. Adam Pellick and Ross Johnston as well. So, yeah, big hit there. Not Ottawa Senators kind of big hit, but, you know. I mean, I, I because I uh, followed BD on uh, Twitter, I saw... Twitter recently has become very annoying in being like, hey, this guy follows somebody. You might like what I'm like, no. Yeah. If I are. wanted to follow them, I would follow them. Yeah, that's true. But I saw a lot of the like uh, Islanders Twitter whining about opening uh, their brand new arena and having half their team. Yeah. The well, arena looks fantastic, though. Sure. Well, that's what happens when you open your new arena in fucking mid-November been a month dude get that you got that thing done earlier so yeah um so those seven guys on protocol we'll see what happens there kevin lebanc uh got leban la for a game uh slew foot on that one it's happened a lot this year yeah well oddly enough uh ryan hartman of the uh, minnesota wild got fined four thousand two hundred fifty dollars the max allowable uh, by the CBA for slew footing Ross Colton. So, oh. you know, what can you do? <laughs> uh, other max allowables include, and I don't think we talked about this last week, uh, Brendan Gallagher, kind of fine for roughing. Uh, let me see what the max allowable on that. We want to say probably five grand, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, 2,500. That is not oh. the max allowable. So you got half the max allowable for roughing. <laughs> and uh, Michael Backlund, 5,000 max allowable. <laughs> Uh, for cross-checking Travis Konechny. So, had that going for him. I feel like there's been, like, an overabundance of fines and suspensions to begin the season. Yeah. You know like, what, more than normal. You know what we should do? Is we should do our own, like, 5K, and we'll just call it the max allowable 5K. <laughs> so you just run as much as you can? You run as much as you can that's allowable by your body. We should do a max allowable 10K. <laughs> and then you just and then like you don't have to finish the 10k. You just do the max allowable per per uh, per, per year per, per year. <laughs> we have to come up with a cool acronym for effectively like your shape. Um, <laughs> per composition. Uh, yeah. I mean, we could get medals. Yeah. Everything. Be great. I'm sure Stan knows a guy. Uh, here's here's a I great guarantee head. you stand there as a oh, guy. Absolutely, he does. Uh, he he was in adult baseball. He knows where all the hookups are. All right, here is a five line opening. This is a five line headline to a press release that ESPN and the NHL put out. Wow. Hockey Holiday presents the 2021 NHL Thanksgiving Showdown on ABC. Three exclusive National Hockey League games on ESPN Plus. Slash Hulu and 43 out-of-market games on the Walt Disney Company networks and streaming platforms throughout the Thanksgiving weekend. That's a title? That's the headline. Holy crap. That's a... Talk about burying the lead. Yeah, right? They could have just said, hey, we got a lot of hockey. And then go from there. So they had Tuesday's game last night against uh, McDavid and the Stars. Uh Uh, That was last night on ESPN. Thursday or Friday, ABC gets in on it. They'll be hosting the Rangers and Bruins uh, on, uh, on ABC, ESPN Plus, and Hulu. 
Blues and Blackhawks, Devils and Predators on ESPN Plus and Hulu. Hockey Holiday presents 27 games Friday through Sunday on ESPN Plus, 43 total out-of-market games this week. And the Rangers Bruins available in Spanish on ESPN Deportes. Oh, so God, I might watch that. Um, what, what time is that game time? Uh, one o'clock. If they're anywhere near as excited as they are for uh, soccer games, then like they're just yelling for sixty minutes straight. That's yeah, we'd love it. See what happens. Uh, so the one o'clock game, Rangers Bruins play-by-play guy is going to be Sean McDonough with AJ Ferrara, AJ Millet, or Ray Ferrara and AJ Malesko. As the analysts in studio, Steve Levy, Mark Messier, and Chris Chelios. Uh, St. Louis and Chicago has Gross and Boucher on the call with Emily Kaplan. Down in the benches, Steve Levy, Messier, and Chelios, of course, in the booth or in the uh, studio. Six o'clock game, Devils Predators on ESPN Plus and Hulu. Leah Hextall on the call with Kevin Weeks on the on the uh, color commentating. And Arta O'Cal and Barry Melrose switching it up for the studio. Wow. Uh-huh for that one i guess that's the you know you get to like a, a a certain hour mark and they're like we're out we can't do this anymore it's like truck drivers you, you yeah. don't have to yeah yeah pilots yeah so there you go you have all your out of market games and stuff like that and they give a rundown of all the stuff they have like the in the crease podcast the espn daily nhl and espn.com podcast so wow that get all that hockey with all that hockey that you have to like sign up for a special thing to go to <laughs> That you have to watch on ESPN Plus, essentially, and stream to your TV. Yeah, fuck. Even the uh, the Oilers and Dallas Stars was an ESPN exclusive game. It was on ESPN Plus. Not even. Oh on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. What the fuck, ESPN? <laughs> I did realize it. why I haven't seen a single game on TNT is because they're all on Wednesday at 10 p.m. That's true. It is late nights, later nights. Well, that's they gotta wait till Dynamite runs out. Oh, the Caps are uh, are back from their uh, are back from their bye week too. Right. We'll see playing tonight. I actually watched some of those uh, games. I watched oh, the, yeah? the uh, Sharks game. And then some of the Kraken game. And then the Kraken game got stupid ridiculous out of hand. So, <laughs> turn that off. Uh, the Kraken did uh, put out a uh, thank you video I did for, uh, for Vitek. That was all class right there. It was all class. Especially, I especially appreciated the uh, picture, uh, the Capitals gameplay picture that just had the uh, Seattle Kraken logo photoshopped on top of it. Beautiful. That that was the picture they used for the uh, for the tribute too. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's good. That's a good touch. Good touch on there. Uh, all right, Patreon pick. We got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. That's where you can help us, support us in our venture to get to the Hockey Hall of Fame. And by get it, we mean rent the hell damn thing out. Have a party. Yes. And everyone's invited. Uh, you know what? The the play here would be, we rent out the Hockey Hall of Fame. We have a party, charge ten dollars a head. We're ahead in this. We get we get we get six sixty people. Nope. Do we know sixty people? people? Do we know six hundred people? Probably not. Do we know six? Definitely not six hundred no, people. people. That would show you know, up. You know, six hundred people kind of through internet. Yeah, no, yeah. No, six hundred people. No, not that would show up in Toronto. Do we know 60 people it will pay 100 Canadian? <laughs> we can profit off of this. <laughs> then we can make money. We can there make we go. Uh, Patreon.com slash Facebook Hockey Show. Hey, if you donate a dollar, just a single dollar, you get a video show every single week. If you uh, donate $5, you help uh, pick, pick, a, uh, pick a segment, and you also start to help us uh, 
you know, maybe get some extra content in there. We'll get throw some extra content here, there, and everywhere. Who's to say? Uh, be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Sean, and Mitch. They contributed. So can you. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. All money goes back into the show and to our dream of renting out the Hockey Hall of Fame. Johnny, I don't know if you've been uh, keeping up with all this crazy bullshit that's been happening with the o- Omaha Lancers. I have not. I've seen. The only thing I really saw was the uh, article that you posted that said, good thing we didn't pick this league because Johnny definitely would have picked this team. Yeah, so. <laughs> all right. So the Omaha Lancers are a USHL team. They've been around forever and a day. Um let me actually check. At check first, here. I actually had to figure out if that was the college team or not. Ah, okay. Fair enough. Um, so the Omaha Lancers have been a... Come on, Wikipedia. Load up, you son of... This is the team that Cooper Black went to, too. Uh, last year. Oh, yeah. Before he left and went back to the NA. They've been around since 86. Um, they have... Boy, have they had... They've had something. They had a lot of NHL alumni go through there. Keith Baller, Thatcher Demko, uh, Ryan De- uh, Donato, Dan Ellis, Eric Halla, Louis LeBlanc, Ryan Malone, uh, Jed Ortmeyer, Peter uh-huh. Carr, Paul Stastny. A lot of names. Yeah. A lot of names that went to the NHL. Uh, it came out this week. So they were there are eight. They were eight and four or are eight and four uh, on the season, <laughs> winning record. And then. Um, you know, they hired a coach and GM this summer, Chad Cassidy, Chad with two D's. Uh, and then subsequently, he was fired after an eight and four and two start. OK, so it was kind of weird. Like, what the what the hell's going on? It was bizarre and everything was going on. It seems that the uh, president of the team, uh, Dan DeLuca or Dave DeLuca, uh, Dave DeLuca, the team's president, put uh, he he was not too kind, not too fond of Chad Cassidy, for one reason or another, rubbed him the wrong way, and it should be noted, DeLuca, a former uh, Las Vegas firefighter, so perfect to be president of a yeah junior hockey club, right? Uh, right. so Cassidy gets fired, and you know everyone's kind of confused by it, whatever, whatever, okay. It was a six and four start at that point. What happened is the assistant coaches, they only had one. So they didn't have any time to hire a new guy. So they had one assistant coach uh, available or two assistant coach available. One had to coach the triple A, 18 triple A team, the youth team. So they weren't available for that weekend set of weekend games. The idea with the Lancers were going to put a uh, put a injured player as a coach but he wasn't certified to be a coach and you have to have two certified uh-huh. coaches on the benches. So they go to Cassidy and say, Hey, listen, we may be a little, maybe we're a little brash firing you. How about you come back, coach these two games and then we'll figure out what's going on. And then we'll fire you. Uh, so what happened? Cassidy goes out there. He wins those two games. Tuesday, they fire him again. Yeah. Why not? After hearing about this, the players are kind of like, what the fuck's going on? What the fuck is going on here? Uh, there was a, there was a, God, we're, there's so much to this. Um, God, here, um, the team initially asked the billet parents to serve as a team. Okay, no, that's something else completely. Um, 
So DeLuca was uh, occasionally meet with players individually and try to gather, gather incriminating information on Cassidy, occasionally targeting players that have been disciplined by the coaching staff for team violations like tardiness. Um, the, the, the billets were kind of confused with what was going on in terms of saying that, uh, you know, uh, he'd been, you know, this, that, the other, he was, he was be he wanted to resign and the billet parents were like, I don't think he was, he wanted to resign. I think he was forced out of the whole program. <laughs> um, by the way, I just want to say Brad Schlossman of the Grand Forks Herald and Chris Peters of the Daily Faceoff have done a bang up job on this one. They have a lot of connections. Nice. In the junior hockey scene, so they've they've had the uh, top notch shit going on. Um, so what had happened was there, Sean Walsh was named interim coach. He was one of the assistant coaches. Okay. He goes into the Lucas office and says, "Hey, you know, since I'm head coach now, I sh- shouldn't I get a pay bump?" Allegedly, Deluca yelled and cursed at him up and down the hallway. Allegedly, DeLuca is known to carry firearms as he has a concealed carry uh, license. Okay. And allegedly, he was yelling and berating him down the hallway uh, before Walsh went to ice level. Okay. Walsh went to the players and said, hey, listen, here's the shit that's going on. If, uh, you know what, if you guys want me to stay on as coach, I'll stay on. But I think it's probably best that I move on from the team. Immediately upon hearing what happened with Walsh, Tate Maris, the assistant, one of the assistant coaches, or the assistant coach. Is that the guy that uh, used to play at UND? Yeah. And he became like a goalie coach uh, elsewhere at Colorado College and then an assistant coach at Omaha. I remember him. Yeah. Um, He uh, he quit on the spot. He's like, fuck it. I'm out. I'm tired. Uh, so Walsh told the players and the players like, nah, fuck it. We're out too. So the USHL gets wind of this and they're like, Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold the fuck on. (laughs) You can't do this to us. So, um, what happened is is they canceled, they canceled last week's games. Uh, and they're this like, all right, better than Mighty Ducks game changes. Oh, it's fan- dude, no one's banging someone's mom, so it's not great. That's what you think. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, why do you think the head coach got? No, just kidding. Shit. Uh, so, uh, we got that. So the games were postponed. The USHL flew some people out there to uh, to be to like, coach all right. the team. <laughs> <laughs> they flew people out there to mediate, get some interviews from the uh, from the uh, what's your jiggers. Uh, from the teams and the players and all that other fun stuff. Uh, then what happened is uh, they postponed the games, and now they have Gary Graham, a former ECHL coach, uh, behind the bench. They have named uh, Josh Mervis uh, as the non-active minor. He's a non-active minority partner of the Lancers and chair of the USHL competition committee. He will oversee operations. Uh, while investigation is ongoing, a safe sport investigation has been put on forward for this whole ordeal. Um, a uh, third party investigation is being carried out. Oh, yeah. By the attorney who serves as a safe sport coordinator. Uh, players and former staff have contacted the investigator over the last 48 hours about their own accounts of what happened. So they want to be on this quickly. Um, so, yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Bill. Uh, so after the second game, when Deluca was, or not, when Deluca told Cassidy to come back to coach. Uh, after that, the second game, and they won. Billet families received an email Deluca saying Cassidy had stepped down. The team sent out a press release Thursday indicating Cassidy had stepped down, was being replaced. Multiple sources confirmed that Cassidy never resigned. Uh, last Thursday, players unanimously decided to boycott the upcoming games, believing DeLuca lied to them. League issued its first statement Thursday, and then late Thursday they said, hey, it was going to be postponed. Uh, Third-party investigation began on Saturday. Uh, here's some other sources. Condition of an- anonymity uh, being detailed from the, the, the Lancers. So uh, two sources with direct knowledge of the incident. One of the first alarm bells uh, on a tough road ahead budget cuts this season was that when the team was traveling back from the USHL Fall Classic in Pittsburgh, uh, Dave DeLuca, the team bused through the night from Cranberry Township, PA, to Omaha, 14 hours, with the same bus driver. Uh, according to the Safety Administration, the maximum yeah, I don't amount think of hours... that's allowed. Yeah, a single amount of hours a bus driver can drive is 10, assuming there's an eight-hour off-time period uh, preceding the trip. And- yeah, because I know that... Um, <clears throat> I think I was talking to the, the Johnstown bus driver and he said that when they go to maine they have to take two bus drivers yeah and they didn't want to pay for two bus drivers so there's that um stick budget was cut so uh some sources say by half uh players were forced to buy their own sticks which is a violation of tier one standards yeah uh one of the team's goaltender was down to one stick on a road trip uh because he's a backwards catching goalie uh, he couldn't use a backup stick or the backup goalie stick. So if he broke a stick, they had to pull the starter. Coaching staff was using a subscription video system designed for hockey at the beginning of the season, but the team was not paying their invoices on a monthly subscription fee and then was forbidden use. Coaches had used video crucial to, to teach players when the subscription latch coaches manually started cutting the games at iMovie to still get video in. Uh, initially, a team asked Billet Parents to serve as equipment manager. Uh, USHL Tier 1 standards requires the team to have one. When that did not work out, the team asked the athletic trainer, athletic trainer Nick Hart to serve in a dual capacity. Um, it's it's not unprecedented, but it's also uncommon to have one person doing two full-time jobs. Um, talked about DeLuca and the, and the offender. Per multiple sources, DeLuca had a verbal confrontation with assistant coach on loss when we went over that. DeLuca occasionally met with players. We went over that. Um, the team announced the coaching change. It was also announced the team formed a hockey advisory group that includes high-profile players like Charlie McAvoy and Adam Fox, um, chaired by former NHL referee uh, Pat DePazzo, uh, blah, 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 blah. Sources also indicated that uh, while owners can hire and fire coaches at any time, the timing of Cassidy's departure was curious. Cassidy is former head coach of the Rochester Americans, longtime assistant in the development program. Um, former players, and blah, 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 blah. Cassidy filled the void. Okay, so a lot of controversy in that. Then it comes out that Josh Mervis, the guy who is put in charge of the stewardship of this team, has uh, uh, Mervis has, Diamond Importers. What? He's the what? he's the diamond import guy. Yeah. So, uh, so apparently Mervis uh has close ties to disgraced hockey coach and sexual predator Tom Chico Adranas. So uh, Mervis was the GM at the time uh, at the Danbury Wings when Adronis uh, allegedly had some uh, situation with some players. And he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to fire him just yet. Let's see how this all goes. Um, so the guy they put in charge is not great either. So this is a great time to be a uh, Omaha Lancer. <laughs> it sounds like the owner was trying like to figure out a fast way to get out of the team. 
like he's like trying to get rid of the team and was like well if we uh destroy it from within uh there's nothing the ushl can do about it the players didn't want to play exactly we got to get things going here um so an interesting development in omaha overall so what the fuck is going on in junior hockey man (laughs) well i mean so I'm gonna be completely honest. I feel like I feel like this isn't this isn't too far off from like, hey, we've lost a shitload of money over the last two years. Uh, I don't know how this is gonna I don't know how this is gonna work anymore. Uh, you know, like maybe the whole firing of the head coach was because he made too much money. Yeah, exactly. Kind of wild. <laughs> Oh boy. So there's the Lancer stuff. That's crazy. Uh, what do you got there? Amazing at the same time. Is a Spencer <clears throat> Trappist Imperial Stout? So this isn't a Russian. This isn't a Russian Imperial Stout. This is a, a monk, a Trappist monk Imperial Stout. Interesting. Made by Trappist monks? Or, Apparently. Uh, yeah, the American Trappist located in. Spencer, Massachusetts. I didn't realize there were American Trappists. Well, there are a lot of American Trap artists. You know that. So, so I'm used to telling you guys the pairings for, uh, you know, the Adroit Theory beers, which are really bad. Spencer says I should pair this with family and friends. Oh, perfect for the holiday season. Right. So, uh, yeah, there's that going on. I, I don't know what's going on with, with Omaha. Like, uh, it seems that the, the stakeholders in the UHL have expressed concern over the damage to the league's brand. The ordeal is done. Not that the players are getting fucked and that no. they're probably not going to have any players because what college is and what, what the player advisor is going to want them to go to Omaha, even if it is USHL, give, given this bullshit. Um, but, man, like... At what point do you just be like, hey, why don't we just flush out this? If these ownerships can't do it, why are we not pulling the owner, the uh, the team from them? Or just go into the year postponement thing like like the Rebels did and come back after a year or something. Get your shit together. Yeah, exactly. Get your shit together. Make things happen. Go on from there. Mark, have you seen a, a junior team this disoriented uh, in your life? Never, 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 ne- I, never. I, I follow in those 20 junior years. teams extreme. Extremely closely. I've been following them since Little League. <laughs> so, so last year. Yeah. <laughs> Not very long. Exactly. Perfect. Good work. Oh, boy. But yeah, junior hockey. Wild shit. Uh, what other news do we got here? Uh, it is wait, certainly wild shit, Scotty. Wild shit. Definitely Indeed. wild shit. Wild shit just all, everywhere. Splash in the bowl. Um, Fenway, uh, looking to buy part was looking to buy part of MLSC, uh, the Maple Leaf Sport Entertainment Group before their deal with Pittsburgh. I feel like that could have gone badly. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, because what would have happened is that the Rogers uh, owns a lot of the Blue Jays, and I don't think two two owners can own the uh, an owner can own part of two teams in the MLB. No, I don't so, believe so. They would have to find a way to sell that off. Though it seems actively 
that Rodgers is looking to sell off the Blue Jays. So it could have happened in a different world. Uh, but this was a year ago they tried to do that, but nothing doing. So now they own the, they're trying to own the Penguins. So with what is what is playing in a pandemic across country borders do to franchise value? Like with the Blue Jays having to play in Buffalo for three quarters of their season or however long it was, would it have been easier to sell them or harder to sell them at that point? I mean, the, the franchise value would have probably been lower because they I weren't making the any revenue, right? Yeah. Because they, I mean, I guess they maybe had an agreement with Buffalo to make some of the money, but the stadium had to probably make some of the money for hosting them. Sure, and you don't get any fans. You didn't have most fans most of the season either, so the overhead. Yeah, that would have been a great time to sell them. Hey, there you go. Get rid of them. They <laughs> and move them to been... Miami. Oh, wait. There you go. Now you're Buffalo's problem. Uh, so... Yeah, I don't know what the what the what it does for valuation. We should we should look into that for. Uh, Maybe we'll uh, get Jerry Naylor on next week, and he can tell us. If we could only, if we could only, we would have, have to, to set up. We have to fix his computer though, so he could get on Skype. Yeah. I think we were all about to make the same joke. Yeah, <laughs> one of us would have to go over his house to make sure he has a setup to join. Yes. <laughs> uh, but then he would tell a different person about it. Uh, 20 years later. Yeah. <laughs> Tell Giuseppe about it. So, start <laughs> no, talking to Hudson. He's when, like, remember yeah, Hudson exactly, when you came exactly. over and, and fixed my computer? And Hudson's like, what? I don't even know yeah. you. <laughs> yep, he'll see him at my 35-year reunion or whatever and be like, hey, Mark, what's up? <laughs> How you doing? Wow, you got Good red hair. It. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. You look great. I remember when you graduated in 2001. <laughs> Good time. Good time. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. Uh, Mason McTavish back to the OHL. Hendrick Lapierre back to the Kumja. Not surprising. Got their nine games in, and away they go. Oh, do we have to get Mark's team? Uh, we can. Or are we just going to pick a team for him? Just, just pick, pick a team a... for me. You guys do way better for me than exactly. I do for myself. That's better than Mark does for himself. So he would like the Valda air to flay. There it is. Perfect. We've done it. Done. Uh, Colorado Avalanche extended Jared Bednar for two years. Why Pretty... wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they at this point? Um, Unless they have to cut money and then they can threaten him with a gun. Exactly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, also, the uh, this was I think this was a couple weeks ago, but they announced the name of the uh, the Seattle Kraken AHL team, the Coachella Valley Firebirds. It seems like the exact opposite of a Kraken. Yeah, it's like they should be. They should definitely be fighting each other. They're like fighting each other. Yeah. 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 Is there uh, is there always a concert before their game? Yeah, it's actually a three. When they're not playing, it's just concert. Like they stop the concert so they they can play. So they can play. Yeah. Uh, the the colors are deep sea blue, red alert, dragon breath orange, ice blue, and boundless blue. Okay, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna yeah. need these. Blues. I can't wait until their their jerseys come out. Yes. Where they are have sure? multiple multiple colors of the same blue. Yeah, are we sure that these aren't these colors weren't picked out by manicurists and people who paint nails for a living? Because <laughs> yeah, I've seen the I've seen the name of these of these nail polishes that have different colors. 
that look all exactly the same. And that's exactly the kind of names that they have. Oh, sure. Absolutely. You got to trademark your colors, man. The Pantone. Got to make sure that it's, uh, it's there. Yeah. My, Ray, I work for Raytheon. Raytheon has trademarked Raytheon Red. It's a certain hexadecimal hue that can only be found if you type in the right the RGB numbers? number. Yeah, the oh. RGB number. Not the KGB. Not... What or... you should do is what you, you should just draw a circle in ms paint and then use the fill-in with the radio radon or the raytheon, raytheon red. red so then yeah. you can see the difference between real red you don't right. want to do it with ray rayon uh, with rayon yeah. <laughs> all right mark i'm glad you're here for this yes yeah. i will i will stay i will stay for this and then uh, i've been told the pizza has arrived so thanksgiving to its utmost <laughs> thanksgiving yeah. well, pizza that's here, right Here's the uh, Canadian jerseys for the Olympics. Okay. okay. Uh, this is the okay. red one. Yep. There's the back. There's the white one. Okay. With a leaf that's shaped like a butthole. <laughs> it, um, it really is. Actually, now that you say that. Yeah. Black one again and the butthole leaf. Here All is. Right. I do here. like the black on black. I do like the black on black Canada jersey, even if it is a butthole. And it's got the flag on the shoulders, too. Uh, yeah, I, I do no, enjoy I, that. I don't know about the whole neckline thing, though, on all these jerseys. Like, what That's is that? Insane. It's the same piece over, over and again. Um, here's the USA. Um, here's the blue on blue. And then, then here's the uh, other blue on blue. <laughs> with with just a slight trim change. Yeah, so, so yeah, so here's the, here's the regular blue on blue. Then here's the alternate blue on blue, but no red. It's just straight. Ooh. They look like Finland. All blue all the time. All blue all the time. I'm not a fan of, if we are considering this, that, that blue on blue, the third jersey, I'm not a fan of that. I do kind of dig the blue with the red trim, and I think the white is my favorite of them. Yeah, that's what I said. I think the white, uh, both Canada and the U.S., I like the best. All right, now here's the I big... like Canada's Canada's black on black. All right. Black. Black, black, on black. black on black with the butthole. Exactly. Black yes. on black butthole. <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think, <laughs> I think not Google search. that. I think that's in some, <laughs> <laughs> some especially on a work computer. No. Um, Wait, Sean Lee, I'm looking at you, Sean Lee. <laughs> I can't wait until I get a text tomorrow that was like, why didn't you warn me? <laughs> uh, now, the Coupe de Grasse. I I have to. I hope this. Oh, thank God. Mark, we have to talk yes. about this one. Oh boy, do I have a tweet from we'll, 2013 or something? We'll get, we'll get you out on this one. <laughs> the New Jersey Devils new alternate jersey. <laughs> that was crafted in part with Martin Brodeur. Yo, dog. I heard you like jerseys, so I'm gonna put a jersey on your jersey. Now this is bad. So far, the best. This is bad. So far, the best thing I've seen on this is uh, somebody asked the question of why the pants don't just say pants. <laughs> yeah. So they actually teased uh, putting out a hat that says "hat" on the cross the front. <laughs> That'd be. I would. I would, that would, be I so would buy. Good, actually, I, I would, would buy it. it. Yeah, in that font, <laughs> black hat with the racing stripes down the side, and it just says "hat" with the. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd buy one of those. There's two problems <laughs> so, with this. Journey. So good. Two problems. There's two problems with this jersey, and I actually got to bring up my Twitter. Um, 
Uh, first only off, two. Huh? There's only two? Well, th- th- that I can find. First off, the jersey itself is god terrible. Um, <laughs> it is just a disaster. Um, god damn it. I don't... <laughs> yeah, you picked me to be broadcast. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. But here's the thing. And this is just me. It looks too much like the 2013 Chicago Blackhawks third jersey. The stadium. So, I mean, okay, maybe they just use that template because it is it is practically the same jersey. Yeah. But it says jersey on it. Yeah. It doesn't say Blackhawks. And it doesn't have all the stripes at the bottom. Uh, Yeah, exactly. There's no stripes at the bottom. So points for that, I guess. But like, I don't. It's so bad. This is so bad. You know what's going to be great, though, is the captain's uh, is just going to say C jersey. Right. God damn it. No. And you know what else? What else is uh, what's what's great about. So maybe they're they're thinking on a different level here Mm -hmm. because that Jersey Jersey is going to sell like hotcakes. Is it in Jersey? Because even if you're not a hockey fan, you're going to want a hockey jersey that says Jersey on it. Yeah, somebody from Jersey, jersey store is going to have it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. With Snooky on the back. God. If only. Not not the name Snooky and a, and a number. Just Snooky's like face on the back of the jersey. When that when that came out, I thought it was a joke when I saw that tweet on Saturday, and then I realized no, that's real because it's got the the shit on the back. On the like the collar, uh, that says uh, that says you know uh, that has the number of the the years that they won the damn thing. So I'm like, put, it'd def- be great if the inside hem just said, "This is Jersey." This is this is uh, uh, on the blog of the Devils website. Devils players excited to wear a third jersey. <laughs> they, they were they were forced to say that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lou, Lamarillo, Lou Lamarillo wasn't even there anymore, and he was like, "You guys have to fucking do this, or else." <laughs> uh, the the Red Wings and the Kraken are the only two teams who have not worn an alternate jersey. The Kraken, obvious reason, ever, ever. The Red Wings have never had an alternate jersey that they wore full time. I think they'd be yeah, great. They'd they be ideal had, like, for the black classics. on black. Yeah, they've had they'd, be, they'd be ideal. <laughs> I, I, I want to see a black on black Red Wings jersey that looks like that Canadian or the uh, ca- Team Canada jersey. Right. Let's do that. Do that and just have the, the Kraken comes out in a red jersey though. That'd be sick. That would. Be what sick. color red though? Is it is it flame red or Firebird red or what? what which which version <laughs> of red? It's, Posei- it's Poseidon red. Yeah. Poseidon red. Uh, yeah. So here's how the jersey looks. It's More all Hades. black everything. <laughs> see, that's even better because that just says it's a jersey. Yeah. <laughs> so I do appreciate how they put the letter on the left too, so it's grammatically correct. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you can read it like top to bottom. It says uh, jersey. a jersey. Jersey. Oh. Yeah. Everyone's gonna, Dougie Hamilton's jersey sales have never been higher. Uh, so I'm <laughs> glad you're here to share that, Mark. Uh, yes. Uh, that so then we can go back through these with Lyle real quick too, Thanks. when Mark has to go. Exactly, Mark. Thank I you. I gotta head out, Lyle. Good to see you very briefly. I gotta good, head out. Good As to see you, brother. Take care. Happy Thanksgiving. My palatial studio in front of the washing machine. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to you in the time machine a month ago. But you, I, I know you're also celebrating American Thanksgiving. So yes, enjoy that as well. 
He's retired. He's celebrating everything as Thanksgiving. That's right. Every month only. I'm sorry. Right. I'm celebrating Cinco de Mayo already. Perfect. Yeah. All right, Mark. I mean, in, in, in Australia, talk. maybe. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 Get him out of here. Get his pizza. Um. So there we go, Lyle. Your thoughts on a jersey? <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, to the you know the, the the additional kit that they sell you know to to, to fans like a hat, a a t-shirt. You know, I honestly hoodie. hope they do that thing that they they said they were going to do and put hat on a hat. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, I, I would did like that. I would buy yeah. one. Jersey, because it's Jersey. It would have been nice maybe if you could have had an outline maybe of the state. Yes, something. But, no, that's going to cost extra money. <laughs> true, true. It's all or no, you can make the, you should have made the J out of the state of New Jersey and you would have been fine. I, I heard that it was uh, that it was designed by by Marty Brodeur, which surprised me because white is more slimming. That's true, Lyle. But you know, yeah. But after, he also can't his... find the Stanley Cup when it's sitting three feet from him. So <laughs> exactly. he has to label everything, Lyle. He's uh, not used to. It. He's doing fifty fifty, so he has to label the things that are his. Oh, yeah. see, they could have gone full scale and like the top part. That's like tucked up underneath the pants. It's got like stitched real small in the back of it. Sucks. I I don't understand the whole. Apparently, it's been a thing, I guess, for for Jersey fans from yeah New Jersey fans. <laughs> it's been a oh, thing. hold on which which Jersey <laughs> fans are we talking about? New Jersey, the state, or New Jersey, the aesthetic, <laughs> or or New Jersey. Like fans that are are uh, fans of very the recent to the uh, to the team. Devils fans. I should have been more specific. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I I should have realized I'd leave myself wide open uh, as I always do. But anyway, um, but I was I was surprised that to hear or at least read a lot that that fans of the Devils I guess have been wanting a black third jersey for a long time. That is to, true. I to have which I. Was, to which I, but you know, to which I respond, why, why? Everybody has a friggin' black jersey. You're not missing it. Well, that's not true. Not everybody. The Canadians don't. A lot of you people. Know, uh, well, the Leafs don't. You know, there there are yet. there are teams that don't have black third jerseys. So you're not missing anything. Like, what is this all of a sudden an inferiority complex? Because they they've noticed noticed that more teams. Have, you know what I would prefer to see for their third jersey? They should have gone back to their original colors. When they first came into the league, man, have a bit of pride in your history for crying out loud. So I did see a really cool um, logo Mm -hmm. that was the green and red New Mm -hmm. Jersey Devil logo that had like on the outside of the uh, circle, it had a green border around it as well. That would have looked fantastic on that all black jersey. I agree. What they could have also done, too, is maybe like I saw somebody made a good suggestion that. You know, if you were going to go with just Jersey, you should have put like on the end of the Y had the little devil's tail, you know, mm. that well, that that yeah, would have yeah. at least kind of helped sell the fact that you're the New Jersey devils or maybe call yourself Joyzy instead of Jersey. They should have spelled it out Joyzy. Then everybody um, nobody would have been confused then. Where are they from? Oh, Joyzy. OK, we know. Thankfully, the people at Aesthetics, Aesthetics did a great job and they actually dug deep. Mm-hmm. So. The script this is currently almost as good as our uh, Perry Hall T-shirts that we created. It is, but that has like the state of Maryland underneath it. Uh, so black base, touch of red, twenty-one stripes for the twenty-one counties. Five stripes on the left shoulder above the heart, 
uh, blah, blah, blah. The it, the jerseys take after the Rivervale Skeeters of the EHL and the Newark Bulldogs. So the stripes and everything. And, of course, the Jersey Larks. Mm-hmm. We all remember them. Uh, so there you go. Unabashed proclamation above all else. We play for Jersey. Mm. Uh, I think Scotty's right, though. I think that they're all that. So that doesn't look too bad. No. With the all white pads. No. Um, so it, I think Scotty is right, on the, though, Hold on. I think. It's damning on the eyes because it's almost like the the um, the all star game from a couple years ago where they had the grayscale jerseys That's and true. really fucked my eyes up in a big way. It's very close to that. You are right. OK, yeah. Um, the. Uh, I don't know what I was going to say anymore. I forgot There's something about my point and pads. And- no, that you're uh, that you made a good uh point when you were talking about i forgot that doesn't matter anymore it's about jersey being the j and the now i would i would also though kind of go to the pants if we're critiquing this as a whole and why is there no color in the pant logo mm. that's true you should have had a drop shadow right on that one yeah 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 numbers of drop i will say this um as as a designer marty brodeur is a great goaltender sure he is yeah. Great pitchman for uh, Enterprise too, and for Enterprise, yeah. So, I, I would uh, I would give them higher marks though if they used those socks from the original picture that you were just showing that had the barber stripe, black and white. Oh, okay. Yeah, the uh, these like fuck, where'd it go? Like these ones here, like the little barber. Yeah, board. that'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but what can you do, right? So, I you know what, the Lyle, people. I have. Oh, that's what I was going to say. You made a very good point earlier that that, uh, these uh, jerseys are now going to probably just be sold, like, not even as hockey jerseys, just people, like, wearing them. It's going to be a meme jersey at that point. It's essentially a meme jersey. So that is good because they showed that uh, the captain, it just says C jersey. That's true. (laughs) Uh, For, for, of course, the Atlantic Coast and Atlantic City. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, the big thing is that there has been a, I remember people wanting a black third Jersey just to reverse. So the black Jersey would be the base. The shoulders would be red and they just had the NJ devil on there. Yeah. So there's that, but a lot of people just don't like the black because there's a thing in the Jersey community, black for black sake. Yeah. And we saw this in the early, like the Islanders were, had a black third Jersey for Christ's sake. Like, yeah, just. Why? Yeah. Why? What's? I I just don't understand that whole fetish for you know how it seems like two thirds of the, the, the of teams want it or their fans want to have a a all black third have a black third jersey. It just I don't know. Explain it to me because I don't get it. Because it's like hip, right? Like it's like oh everyone's wearing uh, black jerseys sell faster because you know it, whole, it reaches out to something else. So the whole point fast. is to stand out or or set a trend for Christ's sake. Look at the, look the New Jersey Devils going teal. When nobody was doing teal, Mwah! that was beautiful. They still stand out to this day. You know? I mean, come okay. on. Did I just have a stroke? Or did Lyle say the New Jersey Devils went teal? No, San Jose Sharks. That's okay. it. I thought, okay, yeah. I did have a stroke there. All right. I don't know. You I had New Jersey on the mind, too. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I did say New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was no. But San Jose Sharks, I mean, come on. I mean, we know, all go, know what you were saying. Scott right. 90% of communication sake. is other people understanding. 
yeah, just the amount the amount of things. And if you want a history of of jerseys, go to NHLUniforms.com. That is the wow. NHL uniforms is I always go there. It's always well. Fun. The uh, Vegas Golden Knights their jersey could be black. Their 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 third jersey is gold. That's true. So maybe they need a fourth jersey. Well, they had the red one. I'd like love them to go back to that if they took on a fourth jersey. Uh, but they Fifth said the, jersey. the third <laughs> the third jersey is here for three years at least. Um, all right, Lyle. Uh, now enough of that. Let's get to the serious stuff. Yeah. Um, as always, uh, why do Team Canada have a uh, leaf as a butthole on their jerseys? Oh, I see you went to the same uh, to the same school as uh, that that great proctologist Greg Wyshynski. Lyle, I, I also work at a hospital. If that's, if that's what you're seeing, well, that says more about you than it does of me. It does so. kind of look like it does kind of look like a peacock. I'm not saying I've eaten a lot of ass in my day, Lyle, but here we are. <laughs> oh my. But it, I just it, thought that it was a just I thought the the whole emblem was just a nice surreptitious way to brag to the world. Hey, look, free weed, legal weed. Yeah, it it, it doesn't. I can't I, wait until the Maple Leafs have a black jersey that's exactly like this, except it's got the, the blue. I'm around. surprised MLSE hasn't sued. Uh, <laughs> so there's that one. And then, of course, you have this one, uh, the Chevy truck uh, logo for USA. That looks like the uh, tailgate of a Chevy truck from the 80s. Yeah. Uh, there's there's the blue a, one. That's a, that's a whole lot of... Lot of here's blue. the blue one, but here's the other blue one. That's not too bad. But it's no I red. I don't mind that. There's only, the only red is the outline of the USA. I, no, I, I don't mind that. And then here's the, the white one is probably I the I like best. the white one. Yeah. yeah, the white one's the best one, I think, that's, in both yeah. sets. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the same. Go back and then look at the Canadian ones. I mean, you know, we'd say the same thing like the Canadian one. Same thing. The white one looks good. You know, the color scheme, especially the the, the black and red one, just I don't know. I don't Maybe know. Maybe that I, was designed by Martin Burdor. Must have been. Maybe. Must have been. I I, I missed the, I missed the the memo where black was oh. suddenly part of the Canadian uh, Canadian colors. Uh, Hold on. Hold on. I I did not read the Canadian byline on how they. Okay. We all know that Team Canada is a force of nature, so it's fitting that the design was inspired by the northern storms, which are fast-moving cold fronts that originate from the north and send strong winds south, causing temperatures to plummet rapidly. Graphic lines on the Maple Leaf crest give the dimensions to the design, but are also representative of how snow and the Arctic winds are shown on weather maps. Those weather map type lines also appear on the shoulder yoke of the black jerseys, creating a subtle Maple Leaf pattern. What the fuck does meteorology have to do with hockey <laughs> i don't know but i don't know where they got the whole thing about uh that being the, what, what uh cold fronts look like on on weather maps is that i'm, I'm looking at the wrong weather maps i guess there's is, another is la, is la nina like a player for canada now i no 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 they would be for the mexican national team sorry um you don't know the ones that i really like and I saw those debut today. Was the Finland the ones for Finland? Yeah, oh, those are sharp, man. Yeah, I like those. It's yeah. almost like it's almost like for the North American teams, Nike was like, "Fuck it, there's not going to be an Olympics. Just put them <laughs> together." And then Finland was like, "No, no, we're gonna we're gonna do this right." Yeah, and I'm sure, like Scotty said earlier, I'm sure Sweden's will look fantastic. It always I'm does. I'm sure there's yes, I'm sure there's will too. So here's if you're watching on the uh, online. 
on the video. Here's the Sweden oh, one yeah. or the or the Finland one. Yeah. The, the lion on there. It's amazing. It's I simple. like the checker pattern. Yeah. It, it's simple and it works. Yeah. Yeah. It works. I mean, what more can you say? It's also, is that, is that Kimo Tiemann? And he's looking great. The Finns are, the Finns are great at, at you know. Oh, let's, hold on. Let's not simple. say the Finns are great. We all remember last year's uh, or last Olympics monstrosities, don't we? This one, this one right here. It's big. Well, the white, okay, the white one, yeah, that 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 that's a bit fucked. But that's the, our flag. The, the, the white color one looks good. Yeah, the white one. The right is good. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, and I like the flag crest on the on the on the on the arm. I don't like how they got like the Scottish flag here. I don't, you know, it's kind of <laughs> kind of fucked. So, I want to find the American. Um, the American one was better. Like they had the. Uh, uh, the thing, the the press release about what the American thing was, uh, Nike Swift technology, of course. It's fifteen percent faster. Here we go. Here's another one. All right. So here's the thing about what the American jersey looks like, or, or what it was derived from. American pride and ingenuity were the inspiration behind the USA hockey look. The new USA hockey jerseys pay homage to America's industrial past while representing the future of innovation and technology. The USA word mark across the front has a bold type and precise detail to create a beleveled metallic aesthetic. In a nod to the American symbols, a subtle band of stars is set between the red, white, and blue stripes that surround the chest and arms on the home and away jerseys, drawing inspiration from American muscle cars. Holy fuck, yep. they did put it as a goddamn tailgate. Yep. Uh, <laughs> a bold docky design. The USA's alter- alternate jersey bears a deep blue uh, double stripe running across the chest and arms. Driven by pride on the back neck uh, serves as a message and a reminder athletes that they are in part driven by the pride of competing for their country in the Olympics and Paralympics. And we're not at all trying to sell trucks. Why? Yeah, right. Why? Why does everything have to have a meaning? We just threw this together. We <laughs> so that, was, to that was going to be my federations on here. That was going to be my question, too. I was like, do they send these pictures to somebody ahead of time? And they're like, all right, give us your bullshit. Some some starving, tortured artist is trying to make a masterpiece for three and a half years and then getting roasted on Twitter. So, (laughs) gotta feel bad for him. Oh, Lord of mercy. All right. Um, That was fun. That was a fun segment. (laughs) That was fun. Lyle, uh... Tomorrow is the last day. Tonight's the last day of the regular season. As uh, by tomorrow, we should know the playoff teams for the rest of the year. How do you oh, yeah. feel about this playoff field? As we all know, if you don't, aren't in a playoff position by Thanksgiving, you're right fucked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, you know, when everybody, everybody knows like, who? six weeks in the season decides, decides the, uh, the playoffs. So. <laughs> this is yeah. it, everybody. We've done it. We've figured out the playoffs. Yeah. The, the next three months is just all about who's going to get traded. It's, baby. it's all that's filler, all baby. Is. All yeah. filler. Yeah, all filler for three months, man. I don't even know why they even bother playing the games, you know. God. If, fuck if only. If we get we if we only had a two month season, that'd be great. I missed I the bubble. <laughs> I missed the two fucking months, bubble. Two, two, two months regular season, one month of playoffs, and then nine nine months of, of speculation. That would work for me. Oh. Yeah. That would really nine work months. for you. You would get out the ass. <laughs> or out of the out of the Canadian maple leaf, as they say. Yeah. Exactly. Out of the pores of the Canadian maple leaf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, um, 
Yeah. <laughs> well, let's face it. There, there are some teams that let's face it. They're, they're, they're done like dinner already. I mean, Montreal, Arizona. Yeah. They're, they're pretty much done. I'd say Chicago's teetering on the brink. Um, Buffalo, here we go. Sliding down the standings. It's like, well, that was a fun, that was a fun, that was a fun October. I hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> their season is they're, 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 they've lost two of their last 10. Uh, or one, two of their last 10. Sorry. I wish, yeah, I bet they're wishing they'd only lost two of their last right? 10. Uh, but yeah, they, they, you know, they've only won twice in the last 10 and it's like, yeah, the old habits are, are, are slipping back in. So they're going to be tumbling down. Um, but you know, I, I wouldn't go and stick a fork into, into some of the other teams just yet that are sitting outside the playoff picture. It's still, still pretty jam, pretty, pretty nope. tight. They're out as of tomorrow night. As of tomorrow night, it's over. Yeah, yeah. as of tomorrow night, that's it. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Cash check. Scotty, yeah. tomorrow night after they play the games, you should write an article that says if the playoffs started today. Yes, I, yeah. should, I should do that. Yeah, starting, this, this is this starting. is the next the next four months will be the play in schedule. This is going to get me back teams. into writing. It's, uh, it's, it's the to determine the today. bubble teams now. That that's all it's about now. Who's going to be the bubble team? Exactly. For Guys, we figure teams, it all out. Those two or three teams, those two teams in each conference that jockey for that wild card berth. Yeah, that that's what the next four months is all about. Yeah. By the way, I'm just totaling up the scores from this week's uh, pick'em. Oh no. Our, Mark's right. We do fucking pick better than he does. See, told you. He's fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and I need him to score goals so I don't have to pick a team. Right. Exactly. Um. So we will. Uh. We'll look at but that. Then we have the uh the one thousand point swing though when we do the uh first off two hundred. I don't. I think the inflation. Well, there's an inflation. <laughs> the Canadian. Yeah. Exactly. Canadian it's a thousand points. Canadian. Exactly. It's a thousand point swing now because of inflation. <laughs> Until the economy gets back on track, it's it's a one thousand point swing. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, so we know some teams that are in. We know some teams that are out. Yeah. So thank God. Um, let's get to some actual news, Lyle. Who the fuck's gonna take a Vander Kane's salary, even if the Sharks retain salary? <laughs> like honestly, who is gonna? T- why are they just like, yeah, we'll, we'll retain some salary if you guys want to take them off our hands and you deal with them now? <laughs> If only he didn't have that that uh, you know that off ice baggage, you know. If only it wasn't for those bankruptcies and the the uh, whole uh, domestic dispute issues and just you know the whole fact that we don't even know if he's even friggin' vaccinated for COVID nineteen. Right? Holy shit! You know, I mean, sure. What's not to take, right? Come on, well, you know that. I would be. You, I'm sure we would all be shocked if a team actually said, "Okay, if you, okay, Sharks, if you pick up half of his salary for the next four seasons, because that's how long he's left in his contract, okay, we'll acquire, we'll give you a draft pick, and we'll take him off your hands for you." You know, I mean, the freaking guy probably has the, doesn't even sound like the guy's been training at all. Well, he, even, he doesn't know if he's ever going to play a game again. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing, right? Like, you know, you you can't bring him back into that into that that dressing room. You know, because I mean, they're they're playing better without him. That says, and and let's face it, he he he, you know, he burned some bridges there. You know, there are certain teammates. I mean, Thomas Hurdle will not even talk about the guy when asked about him. He says, "I don't know what's going on with him," and just leaves it at that. You know, like you could tell, there are some players in that team that are just like they they will not be happy if they see him come through that dressing room door ready to play. So. Yeah, what's what's gonna happen? Trade him, 
Well, you can try. Good luck. I honestly, I think what this is going to be is it's going to be like a Tony D'Angelo situation where players basically told to stay home for the rest of the season. Okay. And then they will buy out his contract uh, in June or July. Sorry. Yeah. July. Cause it's still, still a slightly weird off season. Yeah. One more off season until it all sinks back to normal. Unless we see more games postponed, like we saw with the Senators, and I'd say the Islanders are getting starting to get kind yeah. of close to that too. Well, Blue Lamarillo reportedly already asked the league if they could postpone games for a week so they could get this thing under control, but the league said, "Nah, you're still good to go." I guess ten is the magic number, as mm-hmm. we saw with the Senators, ten. Yeah. Because by that point, well, I, I I think honestly they would have kept going, but the Senators were just like, "Look, we can't recall anybody else." You know, we've got a help wanted out on the farm down in Belleville, for God's sake. We can't call up anybody else, postpone the games for a week. You know, so I I, I think the, you know, the Sharks, they kept playing and they had seven people out. And, uh, yeah, the uh, the Islanders have seven out now, but, you know, yeah, three more and bye-bye. Actually, yeah. you, it doesn't really cut out, cut you out until you get to eight men out. That's what I know. Ooh, then they have to go to trial. Yeah. yeah exactly. And one player has to play without shoes. Uh, with, <laughs> it's the law. And a kid has to stand on the courtroom steps afterwards and say, say it ain't so, Joe. <laughs> Even if nobody in the team's named Joe, you still have to say it. You have to By law. By law, yes. Say it ain't so, Joe. By law. Yeah. By yeah. law. It is written in, yes. Yeah. As it is written, so shall it be decreed. Because it is a law. Anyway, we just went way off the rail. Which we do. Thanksgiving, it happens. Ding, ding, chuck, chuck. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, uh, guys, by the way. Thanks, buddy. Get the chance. Thanks. Yeah. Um, Cole Caulfield said the AHL stint was good for him. Uh, how? I guess the question is now, what can we expect of him? Do we expect everything to be okay? Are the magic's back. Cole Caulfield's ready to go. He's going to score 100 points in the next 60-some games. I think this the full weight of the reality of being in the NHL has finally hit this kid. Okay, because he, he got called up very late in a, in a season where there were no fans, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so right off the bat, there, he's not facing any real pressure because last season was just such a, a weird almost didn't almost didn't even feel real at times but in terms of the players i mean there's there was no pressure right you just come up you just play and yeah go ahead and score great wonderful and then you get in the playoffs and yeah you just again same sort of thing and even when there were some fans coming back in he was on a team that at the time was not expected to do a fucking thing in the playoffs right so again no pressure you're down two games to one okay fine throw the kid in there and let's see what he can do Right. That's where they were at. Or yeah, three games to one, I think, was when Caulfield finally got in the lineup against Toronto. But it was just like, okay, throw the kid in there and see what he can do. And yeah, they were able to just ride it and let it go. And it was fantastic. It was great. But interesting little thing. uh, The final, I believe, was the final three or four games of the the Stanley Cup final. uh, Caulfield didn't get a point. So I think by that by that time, the whole pressure and the intensity of the thing, because, of course, it is the Stanley Cup final. By that point, there's there's just no avoiding it, you know, and the expectations are huge. And now it's like he came into this season and he was considered the favorite to win the Calder Trophy. And understandably, because look at the friggin fantastic playoff he had. 
But I think now he and the Canadians are getting a full dose of, of full of reality here. Doesn't mean the kids are bust. They're already seeing that. Oh, you can't do bust. <laughs> no, it's, he's not a bust. It just means that right now he's having to deal with, with pressures and expectations that he really wasn't prepared for. And that the team, I don't think, really wasn't prepared for. You know, and so I'm just going to have to see how it goes. He may he may end up back uh, back on the farm again, you know, because uh, right now it just. Yeah. When he went back down to the AHL, sure, it's a level lower, but it was also a chance to get get away from that pressure. He kind of relax, go out and start playing his game again. So then he got like two goals and five points, I believe, in his stint down there. Laval. So now he comes back up. And I don't know if he's gotten any points tonight. I believe they're down three to one to Washington or one now. So yeah, three, that'd be three straight games since he got called back up and still no points. So, you know, maybe another stint back down there. will do him uh, maybe even some more, uh, 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 you know, maybe even a, a, a lot longer stint down there, maybe for the rest of the season will really do him a better stint of good. And then he can come back up next season and try and uh, maybe be a little better prepared. Well, I mean, he wouldn't be the first kid that came out of college and played really well in the playoffs. And then the next season was like kind of non-existent to begin with. Yeah. But then there, but then again, you know, you had some like, like, like Kale McCarr, for example, same sort of situation came right out of college right in with the, with the avalanche. But I think part of it too, was that though, in, in, in the case of like Kale McCarr, uh, again, it was a big expectation, but when he came in, but McCarr is also, uh, you know, I think a little better player, let's be honest, when he came in in his rookie season, but they also made sure that he played protected minutes to start. Okay. With the ads, um, you know, Caulfield was expected to be a first-line winger with Montreal right out of the gun this season, you know, because he and Nick Suzuki had such great chemistry. And the problem is, it's just, yeah, it's all that weight of expectation right now. So, yeah, I think you give him a few more games, and if he still still hasn't found what he's, you know, been able to find a scoring touch, just send him back down for the rest of the, rest of the, of the season. Just tell him, look, just go down, work on your game, be away from the pressure. Don't worry about it. You know, you have a future with us. Trust us. And, you know, you bring him back up again. And you come back again fresh next season and just try it again when the expectations are a little more realistic. Because the kids, the kid has the talent to be a scorer in the NHL. It's just this has been a whirlwind year and it affects people different ways. And especially you're seeing it with him. So, yeah. Um yeah, it's, it, it's also a market thing, right? Like Montreal just hypes up their guys so much. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. Well, sure. every, every they, Canadian city market. Sure, but you look at Kale McCarr and what he what he brought in. Like he kind of yeah. came under the radar because playing in Colorado. Well, yeah, because because at the time too, I mean, yeah, the you know the the Abs weren't considered a Stanley Cup contender. They were a team on the rise, but they weren't what they were twenty years before. You know when they were. <laughs> one of the dominant teams in the league. So you're, you're right to your point. They could, you could kind of play a bit under the radar there, you know, and it wasn't like, Oh, geez, look at him. He's playing pretty good. You know, I'll start paying attention to this kid, you know, but again, you know, McCarr got the opportunity, like not saying he didn't earn his minutes because he certainly did, but they kind of made sure not to, you know, put him out there to play uh number one defense, you know, minutes until he got better acclimatized where in Montreal, it was like Caulfield was like, right, out you go first line, go and play 22 minutes and score a hat trick every night. And it's just yeah. like, 
No, it doesn't look that way. In 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 one of the hottest hockey markets, you know, in the world with all that pressure. So, yeah. As they say, Montreal's a great place to play when you're winning. Right now, those players are finding out it really sucks when you're losing. Yeah, 5-13-2. I honestly, and as and taking off my unbiased journalist hat for a second. Oh, oh, sorry. I can't call myself a journalist now. Sorry. As a, yeah, it's just a, a hack. Take off my unbiased hockey hack. And you're going to put on your jersey hat? Going to put on <laughs> my jersey hat, yep. I put on my Habs hat for a second. I hope the Habs lose every freaking game this season. All now, right. mathematically, they won't. They're going to win a few here and there. I want them to finish them. dead last. I want them to finish dead last so that they have the best odds of winning the draft lottery and getting and drafting Shane Wright. And I'm hoping by that point there is a new general manager in there with a new, but more importantly, with a better director of scouting than they currently have. Because if Trevor Timmons is still in there, I wouldn't be surprised if he whispers to, uh, you know, if he if they turn around and, and Mark Bergevin and they just said, you know what? No, we're not going to select Shane Wright. We're going to select this guy who's like way off the board that nobody's ever heard of. Mm-hmm. Or, no, nah, you know what? We're going to trade this pick because we can turn around just like that. That's, last year was a bad year, but now Carey Price is back healthy. All the guys are back healthy. But you know what? We need that 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 number one defenseman now that now that uh, Shea Weber can't play anymore and he's retired. So we're going to trade that pick and we're going to get in a, an established defenseman, in which case I blow my friggin brains out. And that's the end of it, because now I won't blow my brains out. I'll just scream at the TV even louder than I did when they had an opportunity to select Ryan Getzlaff and they went for, you know, Kostitsen in the right. 03 draft. <laughs> so, anyway. But honestly, as a Habs fan right now, I have I I have written off this season. Hey, it was a fantastic, it was a magical run last spring. Great, wonderful. I want them to lose as many games as possible so that they get that first overall pick and select Shane Wright and start a real honest to God rebuild. None of this patchwork shit that Bergevin's been doing for the last five years. He's hey, he's had what 10, 12 good years there. Well done, you. Here's your gold watch. Time for somebody else to come in there and do it. Patrick Waugh, I would prefer not. But if they want to throw him in there at this point, what the hell? You know, there's not too many Boy. francophones you're going to be able to bring in there to, to do it or bilingual people to bring in there to do it. Yeah. But there you are. So what are you going to do? Are you going to bring Sir Burden back and put him into the role? What? You Why know, not? Why not? We're fucking going wild. Let's go back. Rehire Claude Julian. Make it go for the trifecta. There you go. I, I, no, I, no. Michelle Terrian. Huh? Uh-huh. I don't think it's hard to allow uh, Claude Julian to do it anymore, unfortunately. Because didn't he have an episode last year that put uh, Duhamé du- in there? Deshaun in there? No? No. That was uh, in 2020. Ducharme, was, Ducharme wasn't the, the head coach. Anymore. Kirk Muller took over for him um, while he, when he had the heart condition. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, speaking anyway. of, let's stay, let's stay in the uh, La Belle Provence. Wait. Gary Bettman taking a uh, courtesy meeting with Quebec City. <laughs> That's a very polite way of putting it, yes. Yeah, he just wanted to get away for a bit, and the borders opened up, so he was having a good time. Um, yeah. why, why, why are we paying this lip service when we, we're, at a nice, we're at a nice number of teams? We're in a nice, nice round number of teams that we can divide evenly in quarters. <laughs> why, are, why are we? Why are we? Why are Make we? it 33. Yes, exactly. a prime number. 
Go for the Patrick Waugh. Uh, no, why are they doing this, Lyle? Why are the they reason why this is happening, guys, is it's it's the premier of Quebec who is pushing for this. Francois Legault, who is pushing for this. Mm. And the reason why is because he's coming into an election year. Hey. So That's weird so how that works. It's just, it's just one of his ways to try and, you know, get himself reelected is, look, you know, I am working very hard to get, uh, you know, the NHL back into Quebec City. But right now, that's an issue that most Quebecers really don't give a shit about, to be totally honest. Most Quebecers don't care. We're all still dealing with this freaking pandemic and everything else right now. And people are worried about, you know, the, with the economy and inflation and all this happy shit. Plus, there's still people, I'm sure there are people in, with with headdresses that that they haven't been able to ban yet. Um, in the province of Quebec with their uh, really weird uh, laws against outward religious symbols. Anyway, whatever. So I'm sure they can go about doing that. Oh, did I say that part out loud? Yes, I did. Anyway, I don't live in Quebec, so I can offer up that opinion because I don't intend on living there. (laughs) Sorry, I just don't. I live in PEI. That's why I found the place where I love to live. Thanks. Bye. Anyway, um, but no, uh, it's just an election issue. That's the only reason why he's doing it. Yeah, Batman's taking the courtesy call. Honestly, this isn't going to happen. There's not going to be an expansion team there because you're right. There are 32 teams right now, and they like that number. They want to stay that number. They're going to stay that number now for a long time. Now, does that mean there's not going to be teams in a market like Houston or maybe Kansas City someday or who knows, maybe Quebec? Perhaps if you end up with a situation like the Thrashers where, oh, shit, you know, the ownership failed. We got nobody will buy the team to keep it in location. Okay, we need to find a spot real fast, right? If you're talking about a team like Coyotes, you know, if if they if the league finally like if if the Coyotes can't get a new arena built in the next what three to five years, um, and it just becomes more and more of, of just obvious that it's it, it's not going to work there. Maybe if they you know if the league board of governors finally convince Batman, look, it's not working. Enough's enough. Let's put this team somewhere where we can make some money, you know. Maybe that happens. Or it could be somebody else. I'm not pecking on the Coyotes, but let's be honest. They're the ones that everybody assumes is because every year it's some, it, it's some they go from crisis to crisis to crisis. And the only reason why they're staying in Arizona is because Batman says so. <laughs> but at some point, you, have, you know, maybe even his patience is, is, is not bottomless and they end up moving. So anyway, so if, if it comes to a team having to be relocated, sure, Quebec City could be a viable option. They do have a state-of-the-art NHL ready arena, you know, it's it's good to go, right? But you know, it, it, it's going to take more than that because the market is still very very small. It's smaller than Winnipeg's. Well, Winnipeg and Winnipeg is the smallest market in the league, mm-hmm. you know. So anyway, no, it's 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 not going to happen. I would love to see the Nordiques resurrected in Quebec City again. You know, maybe having that rivalry, maybe a rivalry in Montreal might help them improve their damn management. (laughs) Maybe they'll actually get better, you know, if they had a rival up the road who might actually be a threat to them and could actually do a better job. But whatever. But is it going to happen? No, not going to happen. Yeah. And if there is, as I said, if there's going to be relocation, maybe they're looking at they're looking at a city like Houston. They're looking at a city like Kansas City. Quebec will be in there, but they'll be like third, fourth, or fifth on the list, depending on what the viable options are. Sorry to say that. Any of our Quebec list, if we have any listeners in Quebec who, you know, want to disagree, speak French. Right ahead, disagree, but that's the cold hard facts. 
Sorry. Our French is really bad, so I don't think anyone listens to us from Quebec. So. Hey, I've been to Carnival. Oh, have you? Yeah. Nice. I went in high school. <laughs> um, but we all Snow know banks were taller than me. We all know that the uh, Quebec Pee Wee International Tournament is key. It so, is key. Uh, yes. And it needs to be resurrected right now. Well, it is. It's, I think it's going on this year. Yes. Cause, so cause, then those kids can have, go on to fantastic NHL careers and end in Malmo. Exactly. But didn't you say, though, that it, that it ended at one point? Well, they didn't play last year because no one played. Um, they're doing but, it this year because I know because the Atlantic Hockey Federation is – um, which is a, a federation like in the Mid-Atlantic is creating an all-star team to go up there this year. So, uh, press release for media. All vaccinated peewees will be accepted is uh, from Quebec City. I don't know if you can say that anymore. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, February 9th to 20th at the Videotron Center and Pavilion de la Genus. I don't know what that meant. Uh, that's, that's the arena in Quebec. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the organization of the Quebec International Pee Wee Hockey Tournament announced today the rules regarding the age players who can participate have been changed. From now on, all Pee Wee age players will be accepted into the 2020, uh, the 2022 tournament, provided they are properly vaccinated. Uh, this is following the announcement of the uh, 2022 edition being held last week. Tournament management had discussions with several stakeholders. Go back to the United States in light of the discussion. Organization decided to change the rules. Regarding the age of players who can participate, which stipulated that only 2009 AI birth year vaccinated players would be accepted, we're therefore announcing that all PBH players will be accepted into there. Thus, the vaccination of children under 12 that begins this fall means 2010 players, 2010 birth years can uh, play as well, as long as proof of vaccination for all team members are provided uh, and validated by organization before arrival. So there you go. So it is happening and it's going down in February. Don't you dare miss it. It is key uh, to what's going on. Hmm? Huh? What'd you say? Don't you dare miss yeah, that. Don't you dare miss it. Buy the whole seat. You'll only need the edge. Because you'd be squinting to see what these jersey numbers look like. What the? <laughs> Kids are tiny. What the fuck? <laughs> so small. That one says it's a jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Quebec City playoff position. Well, did we miss anything else this week? Uh, that we might have uh talked. Did you did, have you heard this? Have you followed the story of the Omaha Lancers? I I saw a headline, glanced at it briefly, didn't get a chance to read. What's up? Oh boy. Okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> so what? Patreon pick part two. Yeah, so we're catching Lyle up because this is this is Lyle. This is a story that's a thrill of fucking minute. Okay, late on. So last weekend, or two weekends ago, so we're talking the 5th and 6th, that week uh, the Omaha Lancers had fired their head coach, Chad Cassidy, who they hired this July. Uh, they were 6-4-2, and two, um, and then they fired him. The problem was they didn't have a coach, by because the, they fired him on Thursday, their game was Friday. Um, USHL and USA Hockey says that you have to have two uh, certified coaches on the bench in USHL. They only had one. They wanted to get a defenseman, an injured defenseman, to be the second coach, but he wasn't certified. So they had to rehire Cassidy 
He coached those two games, won them both, and then that next Tuesday got fired again for a second. I did hear it now. Yeah, now that you're telling me the story, it's like, yeah, okay, now yeah, now I have heard. But continue, continue. So the the, the story gets juicier. So yeah. the uh, the replacement coach is Sean Walsh. His dad was legendary coach of University of Maine. Um, he, uh, after he got hired as interim coach, he went into the team president's, uh, Dave DeLuca's office and said, hey, um, should this come with a little bit of a raise? How about, how about a little bit of raise? Uh, apparently there was a verbal confrontation allegedly per multiple sources. Uh, Walsh wanted his contract reviewed, uh, and said that, uh, standard procedure says raise would be increased. Uh, when brought to this, DeLuca became angry, shouted and cursed at Walsh. Uh, it was heard by others in the office and allegedly, possibly, maybe, according to some sources, allegedly, a gun might have been involved. Oh, I did not hear this bit. Uh, allegedly. Whoa. Allegedly. Because DeLuca is a concealed carry and a former Las Vegas fireman. Allegedly. Don't know one for winner. Allegedly. Allegedly. So, so they fucked an ostrich. Allegedly. Yes. (laughs) That's Uh, how the jerseys for Canada came out. There it is. (laughs) Uh, So Walsh goes down to the players and said, Hey, uh, I don't think I'm going to be here that much longer. I think he meant with the team, not in life, not in life. (laughs) Um, And he's like, listen, if you guys want me to stick around, I'll coach for this weekend, but I'm thinking about quitting. And Mm -hmm. he told them all this stuff. And the players are like, First off, the uh, assistant coach, uh, Tate Maris, dropped on the spot. He's like, I'm done. I'm out of here. And then the players are like, yeah, we're walking out too, coach. This is fucking bullshit. Because apparently DeLuca had been uh, meeting with players individually and trying to gather incriminating evidence against Cassidy, Mm -hmm. uh, targeting players who had been disciplined by the coaching staff for tardiness. So that came out. That didn't sit well with anybody. Uh, During the departure... Um, the, the, uh, the billets were, God, where is that portion? Cause there's so many, there's so many fucking like bullet points on this one. <laughs> Didn't Apparently, they put out a press release yeah, that the, said the, that the, the coach the, the, resigned? Yeah. The billets, the billets got an email said that Cassidy had stepped down. The team sent out a press release saying that Cassidy had stepped down and was being placed by Gary Graham, an ECHL coach. And then multiple sources confirmed that Cassidy had never resigned. Um, <laughs> So after that all happens, after the team walks out, USHL has to suspend their games, that their three games for the weekend, obviously, because they probably didn't have a fucking team. Um, so they suspended that. USHL flew down there, interviewed players. There's a safe sport uh, investigation opening up about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, then more things came out. <laughs> According to two sources with direct knowledge of the end, and this is from Chris Peters of the Daily Faceoff with also... Notes from Brad Schlossman of the uh, Grand Forks Herald. Two sources with direct knowledge of the incident uh, said that uh, when they were at the USHL Fall Classic in Pittsburgh, the team president, Dave DeLuca, uh, at at his direction, the team bussed from Cranberry Township, PA, where it was held, to Omaha for 14 hours with the same bus driver. That's illegal. That's a federal offense. You can't do that. The maximum amount of hours a single bus driver can drive consecutively is 10 providing there's an eight-hour period of off time immediately preceding the trip. So there's that. Individuals felt scared, and I, I would too. Mm. Um, the stick budget for the team was cut. 
some say by by possibly half. Players were forced to buy their own stick, which is a violation of Tier 1 standards. And according to one source, the team's goaltender was down to one stick at one point on a road trip. And because he's a right-handed catch and uses a, a left, a left uh, uh, and they had a, there was a right-handed catch and a left-handed catch goalie. So if one of the goalies, if the starter stick broke, he couldn't use the backup goalie stick. He would have to be pulled from the game. Then the coaching staff used a subscription video service for, for hockey at the beginning of the season. They didn't pay their invoices. Once that got stripped, coaches did, did iMovie to cut all their video just so players got their video uh, uh, thing in. Um, you had to look at the uh, verbal confrontation with Sean Walsh. Another uh, trainer that had yeah, to work. So, so they wanted the billets. They wanted a billet <laughs> to actually become a uh, uh, volunteer to become a uh, the uh, the uh, equipment, equipment manager. manager. Yeah. <laughs> so when that didn't pan out, they asked the uh, the the team physician to be the uh, the equipment manager and the team trainer, which is not unheard of, but very rare in tier one uh, junior hockey. It's supposed to be your top of the top of the mill right here. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, what else happened? Oh yeah, so they after the firings and the uh, the Deluga being put on uh, uh, administrative lead happened. They put a hockey advisory group together with guys like Charlie McAvoy and Adam Fox and uh, Pat Des- uh, Despuzo, who's a former NHL referee. Um, so they don't know what the hell's going on. They just started formal conversations. Um, yeah, a whole lot of shit going on in Omaha. Mm. So yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard some of this. I didn't hear the whole, you know, with the gun thing and everything allegedly, like that. Allegedly. 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 No one can confirm nor deny that. Allegedly. Exactly. And the guy that they headed, headed up, um, who is a non-active minority partner of the Lancers, Josh Mervis, um, apparently they said that, you know, look up the definition of insanity. Um, so there's that. He also has ties to disgraced hockey coach uh, Tom Adradas, who uh, has a lawsuit against him for sexual assault. Oh, uh, charming. For his time. Uh, at, four former players joined in the lawsuit <laughs> against him. So, And Mervis was just like, hey, let's, let's see how this play out. Let's not go jump to conclusions. <laughs> let's see so this, guy, this guy's re- the replacing the other guy is great. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, tier one junior hockey in in the U.S. is wild, yo. I'm telling you, stories like that, boy, who wouldn't want to sign up for that? Huh? And that's just it—is that this is a team that, hey, like, if Cole Caulfield scored, hey, good for him. Oh, there you go. He's well, staying up for the rest. He's staying up in Montreal the rest of the season. He's there the rest of the season. Was so it four to two now? Uh, yes. Yeah. Caulfield uh, from Druen and Suzuki. Hey, there's a good line. There you go. He's uh. Suzuki has been shitty on the dot all night, though. I think I, when I last checked a couple of minutes ago, he was three for three of eleven. Oh, yeah, uh, he's really inconsistent there. Some games he's good, and some games eh, not so much. But yeah, work in progress. If, if you're a college, you don't want you don't want a recruit to go there. No, I mean fuck. <laughs> if you're if you're a player advisor, you're just like, nah, let's skip Omaha. Sure, it's USHL, but what are we doing? So, yeah, so this is this is a whole to do about junior hockey. Has, has, if can you recall, and even in Canada, junior hockey, uh, a story this wild? 
<laughs> nothing like that really leaps to mind honest to god not jesus nothing nothing like that honestly honestly I, i'm sure maybe way way back decades and decades ago maybe you would have had some some you know some issues for teams or something like that but you recall stories like this jesus yeah. i guess Man. oh well as long as the kids are all right honestly that's really what yeah like if these uh-huh. kids, these kids you know, like no joke here on this yeah seriously think of the kids yeah no like legit like the, these are the yeah. kids that like you have to make sure that everything is good for them they have some kind of trust and in, in, in what they have ahead and oh, like yeah, exactly. all, like their best interest is in mine so yeah. but yeah we will we'll see how this progresses team functions happened on uh, uh went back to work on monday they went back to practice yeah. let's see right now when the hell they're supposed to schedule to play next um there's a thanksgiving game the waterloo blackhawks are hosting the cedar rapids uh Rough Riders, but that's not a. I don't care about that. I need to know the schedule. Man, USHL, why do you make your website so hard to navigate? Uh, when's Omaha playing again? Omaha, Omaha, Omaha doesn't play again until February, November twenty seventh. So Saturday, it looks like, unless they're on the road. Yeah, no Saturday. So we will see what the fuck happens there. They're at home taking on Lincoln. So, boy. Fun to see. That's probably on hockey TV. I might have to tune into that every now and again. Peek in during the Black Bears game. So, oh, well. All right. Uh, anything else, Lyle? Anything else that you fancy? No. Nothing uh, comes to leaps to mind. All right. Let's uh, let's get to the Pick'em segment. Last week, his his biggest fear came true. Johnny P wins. Hey. Oh, how did that happen? Uh, nine goals from the New Mexico Ice Wolves. I had eight from the Bismarck Key, um, Bobcats, Lyle with five from Anchorage, and Austin Bruins only got marked two. Uh, if this is Austin, I still love you. Um, this week, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. <laughs> so we are going to the Kumja, everybody. Uh, Mark's going first, and we've already kind of said that Valder de Fleur is uh, his. Uh, I, just, uh, I just hope they're still in the league. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> hope they're not, actually. Just... You know what? I, I, I hope they're not, too. Um, All right, Lyle, you are up now. Uh, they okay. are. Oh, damn. That's Wikipedia shame. says so. <laughs> okay. So I'm up next? Okay. Well, um... Yeah, I'm gonna stick. Uh, I'm gonna stick with the hometown team and uh, going with the Charlottetown Islanders because it's also and it's also in line with my wrestling theme. So there we are. All right, I have to pick this team. Like legally, I have to pick this team. <laughs> legally? Legally, I think that I saw the name of the arena. I have to pick this team. It's probably the same team I was going to. But go ahead. Uh, <laughs> that's that's why you should have lost. I know. Lyle, I am I am going when you think when you think hockey, Lyle, what do you think? You think oh, ice. Think, right? Ice. Ice, right? Ice. 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 Think ice. Hockey sticks? Yes. We. What did we talk about today, Lyle? What did we talk we about today? About the Olympic. We talked about the Olympics today, Lyle. Right? All right. What do, what do you get? What do you get at nice what do you after a summer hockey game, Lyle? What do you what do you think you go? What do you go get? 
What do you go get? What do you go get after a hot summer day? Right, you get a slush puppy. I'm going to the team that is calls the center slush puppy their home. The Gatineau Olympique. Gatineau Olympique. Centre slush puppy. So here's what's great about the Centre slush puppy is uh, is that apparently the last time we played this, I clicked on the link to look at what the Centre slush puppy was because it's still red when I came back to Wikipedia. <laughs> it does not exist. Centre slush puppy. Um, I love I love it. I love that they don't have no pictures of the arena. It's just renderings. <laughs> Um, it's like question if it's open or not. Is it an actual arena? Does it even exist? Is it even a thing? If there's no pictures of it, does it really exist? They got renderings and they got a picture of the get no. So the, 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 the discover the slush puppy center. It's more than just ice surfaces. You got ice rental rates, availability, events and box office, the Olympique restaurants and physio autois. So... You can also eat authentic ice. Yes. <laughs> Here's the thing. You can't order a slush puppy at it. It's fucking weird. Draped between um, periods. <laughs> so, yes, the centaur slush puppy is my pick. Well, hey, don't be, so, don't be so harsh on them now. I mean, just listen. Listen, Staples own the, the, uh, the LA Kings uh, arena for 20 years. I mean, could you get copier paper there? Hmm? Hmm? I ask you. Huh? huh? Probably. 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 Not. <laughs> um, I mean, who's going to run out in LA traffic to get uh, to actually go to Staples? Come on, this is this is the greatest fucking thing. They talk about the restaurants that are coming soon. The official distributor of the Slush Puppy Center for ca- it's the Cafe Bistro Pat Burns. So the Pat right. Burns Cafe Bistro will go in there. I like that. And also, 1973 Resto Bar and Lounge will be in there. All 1973 themed bar. Wow. Exactly. Bring back all the horrible memories from when I was a kid and my parents would have all their friends over. And I'd be be upstairs in my bedroom trying to sleep listening to these drunken idiots. But, Lyle, the the centaur slush puppy also has 48 physiotherapists, 7 massage therapists, and 9 other specialties on hand, should you need it. Well, I I feel a massage coming on. (laughs) Right. Centaur Sludge Puppy It doesn't even look like a fucking arena. Like it does it looks it's a disaster. Like I don't know. It looks like a dog. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't change the logo to just have the slush puppy dog on there. Yeah. It's, right? the, build, the entire building was made in the shape of, of the van from Dumb and Dumber. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Um, yeah. That would have made sense. It would have actually too much sense. <laughs> All right, Johnny, who's your team? Um, I mean, I can only go with the name that I find closest to this, and that is going to be the Sancho Videotron <laughs> from the Quebec Remparts. <laughs> oh, there we go. I, I wonder... think I had a Videotron uh, controller set when I was a kid. It was like the precursor to the Atari, if I remember. Sounds right. God, I wonder if they sell center slush puppy merchandise. I need I need that in my life. If they do, you definitely gotta get a shirt. <laughs> of course, man. What is I out- hope it just says shirt though? What they won't it? even say slush puppy. They won't even say slush puppy like slush puppy. 
because it's always weird to hear French to, to hear the talking French going along and then they have to say an English name and it just sounds weird. Welcome to the center slush puppy. Uh, <laughs> that's the that's like when I watch soccer games in Spanish. Because like I don't understand anything, and then they're like Bob Bradley. I got that one. I know Spanish. Okay, so when you try to get reservations, the in the English translation, when you click the reservations tab, it says slush puppy ice cream, but they mean the slush puppy ice rink. So the translation in Quebecois French is not as good on Google as it is in real life. So there we go. 4,000 seats, though, with 40 corporate lodges for 30-plus uh, Quebec Major Junior League games. Not bad. So that's pretty good. Hey, All right. Take the money where it comes from. Right, yep. exactly. Exactly. Take, take the money and run. I want a center. I want I want center slush puppy to have ice rink merchandise, and I will be all over it. <clears throat> I wonder how much ice cream. Do you want a book? What the fuck? All right. The translation is actually getting worse and worse. <laughs> God, free activities. So many, Looking so, to move so around. How, so how many hookers do you want with your ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go back. <laughs> They have the Desjardins ice cream, the Jarrett Construction ice cream, the Dewari Auto ice cream. I don't know how rink turns into cream. Like, if you let it melt, I guess it does. Yeah, but there you go. Yeah. But like the translation, how does that go to ice cream? I don't get it. Bizarre. The language is weird, folks. Is what I'm getting at. And we should be kind to each other. I don't fucking know. Uh, anything else, Lyle? I think I don't think we're gonna have a haha fuck you. I think we might. Just, uh, the same with no fire. Better, better to have three folks doing it though. Yeah, right. two is too fast, and we get tired. Lyle's, two is too fast. All right, Lyle's, Lyle's gotta get out of here. So, Lyle, thanks, buddy. We will talk yeah. to you. In, it's gonna be December next week. Ooh, boy. Yeah, but again, happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Happy well, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. All the best, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll talk at you there next week. I'm right, sure we'll find you. things to be outraged about and more things to poke fun at. Now, uh, as always, probably just poking fun at things. Mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the season to be jolly. I can't get too outraged. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. All right. Take, bye, care. Bye. Take care. There he goes, Lauri Justin. at Spectres Hockey on the Twitter. Uh, Johnny P, what do you got for shoutouts? Um, I'm going to give a shout out to the Counting Crows because uh, it'll probably be a long December. Um, I'll give a shout out to uh, Mark. He's not going to listen to the show, but uh, great job uh, moving the uh, washing that was finished into the dryer during yeah. the show. That was good. That's good points right there. You actually have it on video as well now. So if you ever need this, if anybody ever says you don't do anything around here, now we know otherwise. Yes. Um, and yeah, happy Thanksgiving to uh, you and Jen and Cooper and all the listeners. Every, Every single one of you all. That should send us a dollar. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, all in all, uh, 
I'm ready for four days off work. Perfect. Gotta love it, buddy. And uh, Black Bears uh, hockey. Exactly. Um, what do I got here? Uh, and the Tops out. NHL uh, skate app. You can shout yeah. out that. Tops NHL skate app. I'm all about that life. Uh, shout out to them. That was really cool. Uh, it's really good time killer. Um, shout out to uh, Turkey tomorrow. That's going to be fun. I love Turkey. Turkey, Turkey, Turkey. Um, a disc to my gastrointestinal unit. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, whatever. You saw those Canadian jerseys. Right, exactly. Felt the need. Um, a shout out to the Slush Puppy Center. Big fan of that now. Um, and yeah, that's about it. That's all I got. Uh, for Jenny P, Mark with a C, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Face Off Hockey Show on the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction. You can find us on all the podcasters, Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, Google, Apple, all the fun places. You're obviously listening somewhere because you're getting this show. Uh, on the socials at FOHS Radio on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and of course. Um, as always, you can catch us on the Patreon, patreon.com slash faceoffhockeyshow. Your money goes back into the show and helps us achieve a goal of possibly going, I don't know, maybe to uh, the Hockey Hall of Fame and buying that. Like, not like renting it, not the buying the thing. That'd be, I'll buy it. Johnny will buy it. That's fine. Um, so that's it. That's all. You guys have a good and safe holiday if you're celebrating. If not, still, be, be safe. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Till then, peace.